Talk of the Town with topics that matter. Here's Lisa Kay. We're back on Talk of the Town. My name is Lisa Kay in the KTOE studio. And today is another chit chat with our friends from Mankato Clinic. Today, Faith Ludwigs is here, and Faith is a nurse practitioner in the dermatology department at Mankato Clinic. Hello. Hey, how are you? Good. Thanks for coming in. I'm glad to see you. No problem. Uh, We're talking all about dermatology today, and when we have looked up in the past, you know, couple of weeks, we've had some pretty serious sunshine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been nice, finally, right? We all say it's been nice, but (laughs) then I think, oh, what are we doing? Did I cover myself well enough? I thought, well, I better talk to my friends at Mankato Clinic and find out a little bit more about sun safety and yep. kind of um, it's a conversation that I've had before, but there's always information that changes. Yeah, it's good to get reminded. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So how, tell me a little bit about yourself and how long you've worked in the derm- dermatology world. Sure, sure. So I'm a dermatology nurse practitioner. I graduated back in 2017, started in dermatology in Iowa, actually. Okay. And then I've been at the Mankato Clinic now for Almost two years. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. Well, and it's going well there. I yeah, it is. It's going wonderful. It's a great place. Is dermatology a busy area? It's incredibly busy. Really? So, I'm booking out right now, middle of October. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what types of problems would people come into dermatology with other than I mean, immediately? I think, like, oh, acne or yep. you know, rashes or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So, acne is a big one. Um, rosacea. Okay. Psoriasis, of course, rashes, um, and also skin checks. People mm. are really good about coming in and getting their skin examined by a dermatologist. So, and we're looking gonna, for skin cancer. Yeah, yeah we're going to talk about that and what that means for us yeah. a little bit later on. What led you to dermatology? Is there something um, in your? Um, well, I did my rotations when I was um, going through NP school, and one of my rotations was dermatology. I really, really liked it, and the gentleman that I was with, Dr. Chabra, he offered me a position when I graduated, oh. if I was interested, um, so I took him up on it, and that's how that all started, and nice. he trained me, so, yeah. Yeah, it's good to have somebody take you right under their wing, and uh, yeah. now being with the Mankato Clinic, I know that Marie has done an uh, awesome job of just yeah, sending me really the good. best of the best people to talk oh, to, that's sweet. Um, so I, I really uh, enjoy I say picking the brain. It's all this information that I kind of get for free, right? Yeah. I love it. Um, Sun safety is our topic today because we've had so much sun. um, And I know myself, I'm an avid gardener. Mm -hmm, Me too. I tried to put the sunscreen on. Do you do that when you? Absolutely. I put it on in the morning with my moisturizer usually. Like every day, not just. Every day, even in winter, I will put it on. Yeah. And I think that's something that we don't tend to think about do you find that that's pretty normal people are like oh it's not hot out i don't need something yeah, it has exactly. nothing to do with that right or they're like well i'm really just going from my house to my car it's so cold out but I mean, you never know you may end up doing something when you're outside for more than 10 minutes and mm-hmm. you just want to protect your skin now we know more we always say when we know better we do better mm-hmm. right so back in the day it was hey baby oil let's go lay outside on the oh, deck yeah. and all of those oh, things yeah. And now people are going, okay, well, we don't do that now nope. because we have age spots and sunspots exactly. and wrinkles. Exactly. And it's, most of this is preventative. It's very preventative. And it's actually nice with the younger generation. They, I, I feel like being fair-complected is in. Hmm. So that's nice for us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and I know that, um, interesting story, I've told this before, my mom's not from this country, Um, But the country that she is, she's from Korea, there is a definite um, 
it's not popular to be tan. Yeah. It's not popular exactly. to be tan. Yeah. So they they cover up a lot. Mm-hmm. And she's always very mm-hmm. much on me like, you need to put a hat on. You need to yep. cover up. Put some yep. sunscreen on. Yep. And they have beautiful skin. They do. <laughs> and honestly, there's so much, there's been such a rise in skin cancer. So I feel like everyone knows somebody and has been infected right. by someone with it. So there's a lot of teaching that goes on within families now. Right. My husband's family, for instance, they were huge boaters while he was growing mm-hmm. up. And grandpa had multiple um, passes with different types of skin cancers. Exactly. Um, and so now we know better, we do better, right? Okay. Uh, and so we're here to talk a little bit about some of those ways to protect ourselves and ways to notice the ways that our bodies change and mm-hmm. sunscreen. I mean, sunscreen is everywhere. Why mm-hmm. do we need to do a show on sunscreen, right? But well, we, we there's really, so much of it. Yeah, we really do. Don't have the answers for everything. Yeah. There's d- different types of sunscreen, mineral or chemical. And what or am I supposed to? Yeah, what yeah. am I supposed to put on? Mm-hmm. SPF. How often do mm-hmm. I need to ask all those questions? Mm-hmm. So yeah. tell me what you know. Yeah, sure. So usually when I'm talking with my patients, I'll talk to them about using a, um, a cream first. When they go outside, I'll say that's just, you know, it, when you put on a cream, you know exactly where you've been, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so when you do a spray, you think you know, but you don't. Right. So there's overspray. It doesn't hit exactly where it's, you know, thought it was. And it doesn't and seem with very cream, thick. And with the cream, you're actually taking the time to rub it in so you know where you've gotten. Reapplications, you can use a spray. It's great. Okay. So, and then I usually say to start with the 30 if they have any history of skin cancer, I'll say start with a 50. Now, is that skin cancer within themselves or within their family? Is this a genetic thing or not? Definitely within themselves. Okay. If, if it's like a basal or a squamous, if they have an immediate family history of melanoma, then I'll say start with 50. Okay. Because you're already genetically at risk. Mm. So just give yourself that extra protection. And start with that cream. Mm-hmm. And then you said if you need to reapply a spray. Yeah. is I, I look at those sprays sometimes and I'm like, oh, I don't know. I, most of it goes into the air. A lot does. <laughs> yeah. So you have to, you know, get close, spray it on and then rub it in. And then you need to wait a few minutes before you go outside and have your fun in the sun. And what is the point of waiting a few minutes? Because then it's really been absorbed and it can protect you from the UV rays. Okay. Yeah. And so start with at least a 30. You're at saying. least a 30. At you get about 98% coverage from the UV rays. If you go to 50, you're getting about a 99% coverage. And then if you use something that has like titanium or zinc in it, Mm -hmm. you're getting even a little bit more coverage. So So. the best to look for is something with titanium or Or zinc. zinc. Yep. And now those are the ones, you know, if you think the lifeguard who's put the white on their nose and it does not rub in. Right. So you know it's it's good and strong and it's going to protect you, right? you're being covered. (laughs) You are covered. When you talk um, 30 SPF or 50 SPF and you say 98% coverage, how long? Yeah. For how long? And what does it matter what we're doing? It does. So usually about two hours. But if you're swimming, you're going to need to reapply more often. If you're working and you're sweating, you should reapply more often. Mm -hmm. But if you're not doing those things and you're outside watching a game or something like that, then at least every two hours you should reapply. Okay. Yeah. See, and I would not have okay guilty there. (laughs) I feel pretty guilty there. Um, Different types of sunscreen, I know. Um, as uh, this might affect the makeup wearers that are listening more so than not. But yeah. do I need a different type of makeup on my, f- or a, a sunscreen on my face from a sure. dermatological standpoint? Not um, really. The, the biggest thing, again, is that you're looking at 
sensitive areas. So, you know, your face tends to be a little bit more sensitive for skin. Mm -hmm. So you're looking for a product that's more uh, sensitive um, geared. Okay. So look on the packaging and look. If it says face, usually it is geared more towards your sensitive skin. So it's a little more Mm -hmm. sensitive. Mm -hmm. And then the rest for the body. Are there places that we forget that you Mm -hmm. typically... In, in the area that you work in, you might see a skin cancer develop more so than other places? Sure. Um, tips of the ears. Okay. See that on a lot of people. You yeah. tend to forget that. Um, the backs of the hands. Mm. You know, we tend to get our wrist all the way up, but for some reason we, we forget the backs of our hands. Oh. Um, in men, a lot of times it'll be the top of the scalp, but even with women where they part oh. their hair. Are we supposed to apply sunscreen yeah, there definitely. on our part? Because you've definitely, you, you, know, you just have bare skin there, right? Yeah. So you need to protect that. Never thought about that. Mm-hmm. That's all good. Um, the the sunscreen for babies, is yes. that just a more, even more sensitive? Yes, exactly. Version? Exactly. And same rules. Less rule. chemicals. Okay. Yeah. Safer products. Yeah. Do the same rules apply for uh, babies as far as reapplication as well? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep seen yeah. a lot of people out with the kids yes uh, in the and sun for babies so. it's it's really important to protect them with clothing or you know their baby carriage and the the hood of it like a sunroof because or something. they can't necessarily tell you hey i'm getting hot yeah and you can sometimes tell yeah when you are yeah. burning yourself you're, i can you exactly. can you can look down and go oh i'm getting red and or then, you can feel it you can mm-hmm. feel you're getting hot so you go and reapply so what is, uh, other than sunscreen and the the benefit of maybe a cover, shade cover or clothing, yeah. I've seen those yeah. swim shirts that are supposed to be FPS. Yeah, do they work? they're wonderful. They do yeah. work, okay. Yep, so you just have to keep in mind that, you know, each time you wash them, they may decrease in their protectiveness. So if you've worn them 10, 20 times, it, it might be time to grab a new one, buy a new one. Okay. It's probably not going to be good for the next season. Right. So... And we should remember to put hats on. or Definitely cover. wide-brimmed hats. And then I always say sunglasses. You have to protect your eyes. So ocular melanoma is on the rise. And what is ocular melanoma? That's melanoma of the eyeball. Yeah. I did not know that was a thing. It is. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, typically we tell patients at age 50, you should come in and see your dermatologist for a full skin exam. And when I do that exam, I say, you really should see an optometrist or an ophthalmologist and have them look in the back of your eye because they have special equipment that can look back there. Oh, wow. Yeah. I did not even realize mm-hmm. that. And, and it's a shame. There's cancer everywhere. There is. There could yep. be. And now more Talk of the Town with Lisa Kay. Our guest today here on Talk of the Town is Mankato Clinic's Faith Ludwigs, and she's a nurse practitioner in the dermatology department. Here talking a little bit about sun safety and what we can do to protect ourselves. Um, I know we're doing this show in the very beginning of summertime, but really it's something that we should be thinking about even in the winter. Yeah, all year year round. Mm -hmm. You're going to give us a little bit of a cancer abcd yeah and more yeah exactly and more we're gonna start with this we are so the abcde and then the f of skin cancers um, that i teach my patients is when you're looking at your own skin um, and you're looking at a lesion it really should be symmetric so one side should look like the other the color should be pretty similar throughout okay okay and also with the symmetry i think 
it's like taking a piece of paper and you fold it in half and it lines up. Mm-hmm. So should your mole or your lesion. Okay. And if it doesn't, then that's a, a flag. And if you have more than two or three flags, you definitely need to get into the dermatologist and have us take a look. And it may still be normal, mm-hmm. but we should help you, you know, make that call. Right. So, and then bees border, it should really be about the same all the way around. If you have one side that's scalloped or kind of comets off, mm. um, a, it's asymmetric, and B, the border's irregular. So then that's two flags right there. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then C is color. It should be uniform. We really like it if it's just one color. Mm-hmm. We might take two. Um, but if you start getting multiple colors or new colors that have never been in that lesion before, then that's a flag as well. Can I ask? You, you keep saying lesion. In my mind, yeah. I'm thinking like so sore. Lesion, no, yeah, I know. Yeah. So skin lesion is interchangeable in, in my in my in world, world. Yep. for moles, um, just any skin spot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. So okay. you might hear me say like even nevi or nevus. That means mole. So okay. Yeah. It's good to know those uh, those terms. Yeah. All right. So where are we in the alphabet? Now? Okay. So and then. Um, so we did A, we did B, we did C, which was color. So then E is, no, excuse me, D. D. is <laughs> diameter. Um, if it's bigger than a pencil racer, then that's a flag as well. Um, e is one of the most important to me is evolving. If I have a patient come in and say, look, I've never had a mole here before and now it's here. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's a little more worrisome. It can mm-hmm. still be n- normal, but it's something that they should come in and have us look at. Um, if it's always been flat and now it's growing, if it's never bled and now it is, oh, yeah. Um, if it's always been one color and now it's more, multiple colors, um, getting bigger, it's just changing. Something mm-hmm. about it is different. Never there, now it is. You know, evolving. Okay. So. All right. And then F is the one that I've added and talked to my patients about, and it's funny looking. It just doesn't look like any of your other spots on your skin. Okay. That would be a reason to come in and have us take a look. And coming in to have you take a look, yeah, um, that's one thing we can do. Should we start at home in a mirror with ourselves? I'm sure, thinking like, that's you always know, a good I'm, idea. I'm thinking like the, you know, the self-breast exams that, yep. that women are told to do. Yep. Skin. Yeah, do your own skin exams. It's so important. I mean, as parents, we we should be doing it too. Um, But on yourself, you can do it. Usually I'll say, if you're someone who has a lot of moles or a lot of lesions or nevi or nevus, Mm -hmm. um, then take pictures. Okay. You know, our cameras are awesome. So you can have your partner take a picture of your back and the back of your legs. And then every three months or every six months, take a picture again. So then you can look at those spots and be like, hmm. And if there's one of concern, you can always call in and make an appointment, have us look at it. Or another thing I'll tell patients to do is take a little tape measure and put it by that one or that two that you think is changing or something's different about it. And then in three months, take another picture Mm -hmm. and with the tape measure um, and zoom in close. If you feel like, boy, it's bigger and it's changing, color or border or any of those things mm-hmm. then you have a documented which is it's really helpful to us too as providers so right. it's like a team approach 
the patient, the family, us. Self-advocating for yourself. And oh, yeah. Those, um, now, skin exams yes. from the Mankato Clinic, we can come in and ask for a skin exam yep. if you have an appointment. Yeah, full body skin exam is what we call it. Yep. How invasive is that? I mean... Well, it's not people invasive. get nervous about going to the doctor. It's right? not invasive at all. I mean, you're in a gown and we look with um, a bright light and sometimes we have a small scope if we want to look at the topical features mm-hmm. of that lesion um, so we can really get a good feel of what it is. Because sometimes even to us with the naked eye, we're like, hmm, that looks kind of funny. And then we get our specialized dermatoscope out and we look at it and we're like, oh, okay, this is actually you know, something that's benign. It's not concerning. Okay. And yeah. then if you do find something that is concerning, mm-hmm. what's the protocol yeah. when you find something? Sure. So the first thing is always to talk with your patient um, and let them know what the options are, what your thoughts are about it, you know, making a choice together. Um, if I think it is concerning, um, I'll let them know there's a few things we can do. We can either have you come back in you know, a month or two and relook at this. If I think it's really concerning, then I usually will recommend a biopsy that day. Okay. So um, shape biopsies are typically what we start out with. So you numb it up with a little lidocaine and then you shave it off and you send it in for the pathologist to look at. Because ultimately they're the ones who can do all the stains, you know, they have the special equipment and they can tell us 100, almost 100% mm-hmm. what it is. So that's very helpful. That takes about seven to 10 days to get oh, okay. those results back. Okay. And then we talk about it, um, the results with the patient and what needs to be done, if anything. Sometimes they still come back and it was, you know, a benign nevus. Even though it was, it, it might have had one of the ABCDEs. Yeah, just something a little bit, we thought maybe a little irregular, but the pathologist like, would look at it and be like, well, it's okay. It's a benign mole. It's a benign nevus and keep an eye on it. Right. And most healthcare providers that I've spoken with here on Talk of the Town have said, you know, better safe than sorry. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, prevention is is always the better decision, right? Right. Absolutely. And Faith, do we have the ability to contact the dermatology department at Mankato Clinic and request our own Um, body scan skin exam or do we need to be referred by our primary care physician how does it work in dermatology sure sure. so um, in most cases you can call in and just request that there are some insurance companies that want you to get a referral from your primary care provider so check with your insurance a um, b if you don't have insurance and you want to get it done just call in and and get it scheduled Okay, that easy. Mm -hmm. Well, we've got uh, just about a minute left here. What do you recommend for people moving forward just to keep top of mind on everything, the best thing we can do? Yeah, well, the best thing you can do is uh, be proactive, Mm -hmm. you know? So uh, make sure that your moisturizer has some sort of sunscreen in it. Did you hear that, Um, men? I was just going to (laughs) say, women, make sure (laughs) that, you know, you're doing this for them. And and you may have to put a little sunscreen inside their lotion that they put on every morning. If they don't put the lotion on. I've done my husband's ears before because of the conversation that I had with a dermatologist one time. And she she was uh, talking about how um, farmers... Yeah, didn't realize that they had to have sunscreen on their ears. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, the the skin is really thin there. It's mm-hmm. really thin on the nose, and those are spots that are you know a higher elevation that that get the sun first. Right. Yeah. Right. 
So uh, a tan is not always a good thing. We want to make sure that we're safe as we head in with sun safety with the Mankato Clinic today. Faith, thank you so much for oh, stopping thank in. Thank you. Enjoyed the conversation. And of course, if people want to get in touch with Mankato Clinic uh, or the dermatology department, is there the best place that you send people? Uh, is it social media? Sure. Is it websites? Um, well, there's multiple places. Social media, you can call right into the main office um, scheduling, central scheduling number. And they'll get you to where you need to go to get scheduled to see us. Perfect. I'm going to put that link down below this interview in the show notes, KTOE.com. Mankato Clinic's dermatology nurse practitioner, Faith Ludwig's in studio with me. Good to have you here. We'll see you again soon. Thank you so much. It was so much fun.